This is Mike McCurry with the Bible Track Echoes radio broadcast. Thank you so very much for your listenership. I'm so excited to spend today with you here on the radio. These are interesting days we live in, aren't they? So much going on, so much trepidation, so much fear, so many people overwhelmed. That's the thought, that's the thrust of our topic today. I'd like to talk about this idea of being overwhelmed, this concept of fear, and the fact that it cripples so many of us, sad to say. Before we get to the Bible study today, I'd like to say this. Thank you so very much to the many, many stations across America and the world that carry this program. Specifically, I'd like to highlight Jim Snyder. He's one of the executives at one of the larger family of stations that carry the Bible Track Echoes broadcast. They've been carrying this program for decades, all the way back since Paul Levine was the host. And as I've mentioned many times, I have big shoes to fill and much to learn. And so specifically to Jim Snyder, thank you for your patience with me. And I appreciate the fact that you even carry this broadcast at all. Now let's turn our attention to our Bibles for just a moment here. I'd like you to turn to 2 Timothy chapter number 1. 2 Timothy chapter number 1. We'll get there in just a moment. Before we do, I'd like to tell you about our ministry. I'm so privileged. It's such a joy of mine, 10 months in, my relationship with Bible Tracks Incorporated, to be the director, the executive director of this ministry. Such a weighty responsibility on my shoulders, but one I carry proudly knowing the men that have come before me. Our legacy is filled with men and women that have picked up the yoke, that have been a part of supplying gospel tracts to Christians all over the world to the tune of over half a billion with a B. I'm so excited to be able to stand in their stead today. I know that I'll never live up to some of them, but I'm going to do my best. There have been secretaries and ladies and volunteers and men and directors all through our eight-decade-plus history that have enabled us to continue on for the glory of God. But we know, I know, that the power of the gospel is in the word and not the worker. And though I must give credence and I must give some recognition to the men and women that have come before me, all glory at the end of the day must go to God Almighty because it's only by his grace that this ministry continues. And one of the ways it continues and not only survives but thrives is through the generous giving of God's people. If you'd be interested in finding out more about our ministry and how you could partner with us, I'd love for you to do that. There are multiple ways you can contact us and the announcer at the conclusion of the program will tell you all about that. But if you'd like to get a hold of me right now, Email me at Micah at BibleTracksInc.org. My first name is spelled M-I-C-A-H. Again, that's M-I-C-A-H at BibleTracksInc.org. If you just visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org, you'll see all of the options for contacting us, or you could even text me directly, as people have over these past days and weeks, some with prayer requests, some with encouraging testimonies, some because they want to find out how to give towards our ministry. Do you understand that just one gospel track can be purchased 
at the cost of just a few cents. If you gave a dollar towards our ministry, that would purchase about 40 gospel tracts with the paper and the ink that's required. We'd love to have you do that. You could text me directly, 309-316-7240. Again, that number is 309-316-7240. Now, I'm being very intentional with this Bible study today. This idea of being overwhelmed, this thought of fear. It harkens back to a time when I was sitting in a Bible preaching church on a Wednesday evening, and the Lord struck me about the feelings of overwhelmed, of being overwhelmed, that many Christians around me in that church service were exhibiting. It was a prayer request, a testimony time, and as the testimonies were being taken and prayer requests were being taken from those folks sitting in those pews around me, There was much fear and trepidation as I go back in my mind's eye. I'm going back to earlier this year, right before the virus and things of that nature really came to the forefront. People began to be worried before they realized the science behind it and and the incredibly low death rate associated with it. People were very scared and not sure what the government was going to do. Many at that point had already suffered some issues with their jobs. Some had dealt with possible relocations. Some had dealt with downturns in their industry due to them working in the travel industry. And as I was listening to these folks around me, good, solid Christian folks, realizing that they had feelings of being overwhelmed, I had to realize that there were many lost people around me. There were unsaved souls in our community that were even more overwhelmed than those Christians in attendance at that church service on that Wednesday evening. And so the Lord allowed me at that moment to put pen to paper and put down the rough outline of what became our COVID-19 tract. Now, we've put out over 500,000 of these. That's over half a million this year. And we've seen many folks saved, and we're so excited about that. And to God be the glory. And today, what I'd like to do is turn that track towards a different bent, if I can. You see, we are confronting over the next day or so, and it may stretch longer than that, depending on litigation and the legislator and all of those things. We are confronting a massive election. Now, it is not my intention, nor will I tell you who to vote for. On that note, I will only say this. You, as a Christian, must and should vote biblical values. Don't vote personalities. Don't vote charisma. Vote with the Bible. A friend of mine put it this way, take your Bible to the ballot box. Friend, you are always choosing the lesser of two evils. Jesus Christ himself is not running for office this year, except as king of your life. I hope you'll give him that spot in your soul. But As you go to the ballot box, and maybe you already have, my hope and prayer is that you will make the right decision by the Bible, not by who you like or who's going to give you the most things or who you think is the strongest on or weakest on national offense and things of that nature and all sorts of different political agendas. No, friend, you need to choose based off the Bible. One excellent litmus test, and this one could stand almost head and shoulders above almost any other, is the issue of life. Friend, if someone does not respect 
the life, especially of an innocent child in the womb of a mother, then friend, they are wrong according to the Bible. I can give you multiple scriptures, and that's not the thrust or the intention of this time, but I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. But if you look at your Bible, across the board, I'm not just talking about the presidency, school board, county council. I don't care if you're voting for the dog catcher. You need to ask them where they stand on life. If they say, well, I'm just a city council member, that doesn't really apply to me. Absolutely it does. Because if you're wrong on life, you're wrong on just about everything else, most likely. So take your Bible to the ballot box. The reason that I desire to talk to you about this idea of being overwhelmed or fear is because I get the sense from my travels in evangelism in 13 churches last month that there are a lot of Christian people that are dealing with these issues, these circumstances of life. And I'd like you to rest your case at the cross. I'm going to take our study today, this short thought from this COVID-19 track that we, we wrote about six or seven, eight months ago. I think it's still pertinent today, and I think it will apply to your life situation right now. These are trying times, this gospel tract says. All around us, there is uncertainty and unrest. We are experiencing COVID-19 disasters, both natural and man-made, rumors of wars, conflicts all around the world. It's very easy to become overwhelmed. So, where do we turn? What can we do? How do we overcome the fear? My friend, let me share the secret with you. In the Bible, Jesus reveals the recipe for dealing with feelings of fear. I hope you have your Bible open to 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse number 7. Here's what the Bible says. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. You see, God doesn't want us to live in fear. He desires us to know his power, his love, and peace of mind. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. 1 John 4.18 says, The only one in all the world that can claim to have perfect love is Jesus Christ. He proved his love and his care for us when he died for you and for me about 2,000 years ago. 1 Peter 5.7 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5.8 Friend, do you want to experience his unending and amazing love that can conquer your fear? If so, there are Three simple concepts you must understand and one important decision you must make. Take time now to listen to what I have to say. Here's the Bible way to overcome fear. Number one, recognize why you have fear. Fear comes from a lack of trusting God. Jesus said in Matthew 8:26, Jesus saith unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? You see, friend, our fear is a direct result of our sin and separation from God. More important than the fear we face right now is the fact that our sin is what truly separates us from the God of perfect peace. Romans 3.23 says, 
For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. No matter how much good we do, we still fall short. Now, for time's sake, I will curtail the remainder of this, and maybe we'll touch on it tomorrow. But number one, recognize why you have fear. Number two, realize the penalty of sin. The wages of sin is death, Romans 6.23. Number three, realize that Christ loves you and died for you. Friend, if you would like more information about this, would you contact me as the announcer comes on in just a moment? I'd love to hear from you. We're going to conclude this tomorrow. So, if you're dealing with feelings of fear, hold on one more day, and I'll show you the Bible way to overcome that. God bless. Have a great day for His glory. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.